0: Welcome to Bonehead Weekly, and we don't have an effing topic. Well, we do, it's just we each
1: have a topic and we're gonna ask the other ones about it. This is Question.
0: What what the hell would we want to talk to
1: one? This is Question Roulette. that's the name of the episode. Question Roulette. That's I want to
0: play the Russian one.
1: Uh, Oh, you're always Russian. Russian, Russian. You go get a gun.
2: You go get a gun and you keep pulling the trigger, and me and James will be here to watch. Oh, you wouldn't watch. (laughs) You're right. I would play with my dog. The way you actually, I wouldn't
1: actually, even have to
0: pull the trigger. Just hold it up and you would choo.
1: actually, Chad, could you just stay online? You don't have to actually watch, but just because I'm a big fan of the deer hunter, every time he starts to put the gun toward his head, could you just scream did he mouth? Did he mouth? That's all Oh. that's all I need. Oh <laughs> all I need I, I I really I I don't the know why that's rinching. I don't know why that's not a ride at Universal.
0: I can't imagine why it's not <laughs> why it's not in Seuss land. You fall out of a simulated helicopter. One out of four of you loses a leg. I mean, it'd be
1: the kids. I was
0: with... say, probably because Warner Brothers owns it. Oh, that's, I knew it was a network studio issue. Studio issue, man. And so then right. and then
2: before you actually get on the ride, one of you falls drunk, nude in the middle of the street.
1: Yeah, but it's Harry perfect. Potter. Harry, they licensed Harry Potter. I bet
0: they wanted more money for that Deer Hunter. Yeah, I bet they did. I don't remember. It's all Dimble- about- dimble door <laughs> it's all about ip now guys intellectual property oh yeah and we no, ain't got screwed. we can't do nothing and stock prices that's really what hollywood's about hey, all right. somebody go
2: you got intellectual property i'd fart in my hand and go here
1: that's huh. why we're not i don't know why we don't have sponsors <laughs> other we than never, your AA yeah. sponsor
0: chad i didn't mean to leave them out
1: well <laughs> oh, we, we, we should...
0: remember drinking rants and gatorade together we should probably just ask <laughs> for more sponsors all right Ranch who wants flavored go, gatorade who wants here to go on bonehead weekly who, who wants to go first
2: change you go mine's mine's not going to be a long topic
0: well I, and actually it's odd that
1: chad mentioned uh when we do segments Ranch flavored um, gatorade now when we do segments for for our our good australian friends we call them bonehead weekly fun size or funsies depending on what mood we're in Fundies, and, fundies, fundies. And we did one uh, really where dope. Chad made the comment that if you're learning history through movies, uh, biopics, oh, it's your yeah. own way to do it. Well, here actually was a question I had. And I have my answer, but I want to know what you all think first. There was a big trend for a while where we were literally getting these biopics of musicians. Walk the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all of those. To the or point, we that,
2: are, and we're seeing a resurgence of that with the the Bohemian Rhapsody and yeah. Rocket Man. Aren't there more coming now? Yeah,
1: yeah. And so, so with that in mind, and we even got a parody, right? We got uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, which is underrated. It's a lot. It time. is. Um, that being said, with that in mind, who is somebody that hasn't had a biopic made of them? That's a musician that you would like to see. Oh, I got a good one. We'll go, James Kim.
2: Oh, we got to see a Tiny Tim biopic. That well, man I'm is fascinating. He is fascinating, Joe. My
0: uncle met him.
2: And he's as creepy as in real, in real life as he was on, t- on stage, right? He does. He, there is no normal about Tiny well, Tim. Well,
0: my uncle Jack, who's passed away, actually said he was quite nice to him. And they had a long conversation about how he's trying to get his career back and do a whole <laughs> resurgence in the 80s and they're at the airport. it's he, he, he would regale you with it for a while if you would ask him about it. But he didn't actually say anything about him being creepy. I just,
2: he, he was such a fascinating person. He has a story that would be perfect for Hollywood. I mean, even getting married on The Tonight Show, for God's sakes.
0: He I honestly just, don't, know that, uh, don't know that much about him.
2: Oh, he was a very unique individual. And I mean, the, his song, his tiptoe through the tulips, that's what he's known for. That song is his, I mean, he, I don't know that much about him, just little bits and pieces, but as weird as an odd of the character as he is and his weird rise to stardom, I think that would make a great film. And he died relatively
1: young, right? I mean, yeah. 64.
0: So he's in his sixties. Yeah. When 64 uh,
1: after performing at the ukulele festival. Oh, Really? <laughs> That's the truth. I'm not making that up. Yes, he, he he had just performed at the Ukulele Festival at, let me quote this, Montague Grange Hall in Montague, Massachusetts, and uh, had to be hospitalized. And And he did not, uh, um, he, he recovered somewhat, but he also evidently was diabetic. Uh-huh. So, there you go. Um, but I one thing that it also could go into, which I did not know about him, you're right, Chad, there's a lot I don't know. He also yeah. preserved tons of music. He was an archivist. He tried to preserve music so it didn't disappear from the lexicon of Americana music. So I, I, I learned something. You mentioning that made me look him up and go, oh yeah, there's actually a lot I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, if, if you get on IMDb and read his mini bio, bio there's a lot of fascinating stuff in there, especially how he got his uh, start in a movie called "You Are What You Eat." Till he and then he made an appearance in Laugh in, and that kind of skyrocketed him to this weird f- fandom. It makes it's just it's just a unique character that deserves a movie in my but opinion.
1: And the Laugh in itself is a fascinating thing that I don't think a lot of people give enough credit to. Well, anymore. nobody
0: remembers it,
1: and I they do. should. I mean, they and don't granted, remember
0: it
2: you don't need rowan and martin those were not the it was just laughing in itself it was such a weird experience and it's not rowan and martin that made that so
0: yeah yeah no don't you guys think though i mean nobody it's i mean now them the smother brothers i could go on and on yeah. it's the thing and mel brooks talked about that you know where he tried to get uh ah, shit what's his name red Skelton. that's not, not red Skelton. he it's, wrote for uh... him the show of shows um damn it sid caesar sid caesar tried to get sid caesar to go to hollywood but you know the studios not the studios but the networks just offered him a whole truckload of money and he couldn't pass it up because his point was you know kinescope doesn't last film does yeah yeah mel brooks's
1: argument was film is eternal and television nobody will remember
0: nobody will remember tv and i think that's changed somewhat specifically With certain series, I think some of them are the exceptions to the rule, like you're talking about with Star Trek and some others, but a lot of that IP, intellectual properties we are talking about earlier, which I want to get to with my point, is, I mean, they were movies made of them later, and I don't know that people in the 50s and the 60s, specifically in the 50s, thought about syndication. No. Right? I mean, so... And certain things like the Andy Griffith show, I love Lucy. I, I mean I can go down the list. I mean, it's because of syndication, Star Trek, that they've never stopped and they just keep finding new generations. But specifically for Star Trek, the movies help. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. So I mean,
2: you know, we talk about Star Trek now like it, it's a, you know, it's a cultural icon. Yeah. It's a zeit- it's it's its own, you know, thing. It wasn't when it came out. No, it no, wasn't it for, was, what, a decade after?
1: No, I mean, I mean it, it, it really, ar- argumentatively, that when Star Trek hit its heyday, I'd say you're right, it was the 1970s, because there's even reports, and you can go back and see this at certain universities, they would not schedule class during the reruns because people wouldn't show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Star Trek can get as big as it wants to be, but as far as having that power... Well, we live in a different time now though. You can stream it whenever you want, right? But yeah, people still, are
2: literally streaming it in class.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I know I do. <laughs> I know y'all showed up for me to lecture,
0: but <laughs> so um let's see what Cybox up to this week. Where did we That's leave what's... off on that? On that point. Well, I, I James wanted to
2: add that I oh, really think yeah, what I was really it, Tim? think. Yeah, Tiny Tim, I really do. I mean, even listening to him, like you know, the fact that um Oh, I had a point and I forgot what it was. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So I just, uh, his, his life is, is amazing. And I think it would make a great movie.
0: So mine, there've been TV movies and I think there was something for showtime, but there's never been the, this is, I didn't mean this to be a, a pun, but there's never been the ultimate experience. I don't know why we don't have a Hendrix film.
2: Yeah. I had a point.
0: I, I, or a Joplin film for that matter. Um, I mean we got the doors, but I don't know why we don't have a Hendrix film. That's another guy's film. Yeah, we got He's Judy
2: a- Garland, but we didn't get
0: yeah, we've never Hendrix got Hendrix. and the thing is with Hendrix specifically, the music just 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 lends itself to the movie similar to Bohemian Rhapsody, which I think is a flawed film with a with a really great performance. Everything hinges on the music and the performance, mm-hmm. right? Of Ray Malik or whatever his name is. That movie only works because he's really good in it and the music's awesome because it's Queen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's That's not a very good movie.
2: I haven't, I cannot talk about this because I have not seen it.
0: Ch- James, have you seen it? What? Uh, no. Bohemian Rhapsody? Am I the only one? It's yeah. kind of, it's not a great movie, guys. That's why I can't make myself watch it. Well, I know you too. should. It's not bad. It's just, I will eventually it, man. get to
2: it, but there's many other things that I care to see and it's just not
0: rocket man's a far rocket man's fantastic
2: rocket man oh my god rocket
0: man's amazing i have no idea why we haven't seen a hendrix movie i know dozens of people from lawrence fishburne on have tried to make this happen or have wanted to play hendrix um i I actually that would be one that i would like to make i'd like to make a hendrix film
2: you know here's a good question
0: what james
2: you go answer your question because i'm going to follow up on your question about music because i got a question about music now
0: you know, it, there's
1: one artist that I am a huge, huge fan of and I own multiple works by him. And and I'm fascinated because his entire career is a roller coaster and there's complications and 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 that's Warren Zivon. Yeah, uh, Ooh, that's there's a good been, one. There's been three books that were published posthumously: one by his ex-wife, one by a photographer that followed him that did it, the, that book is called Lawyer's Guns and Photographs. Mm-hmm. And then there was one that was written by a professor that studied his music and the time period that he wrote it in parallel. Um, but Warren Zevon is, to me, I mean, Raspberry Beret, everybody yeah. knows his Prince. Linda Ronstadt probably gets more credit for Poor, Poor, Pitiful Me yeah. than he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wrote all these great songs. And, and really, the one that gets the most airplay is Werewolves of London. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To, really, I mean, I love Werewolves of London, but it's not his best song no um
0: and so uh, what's his best? Song? His version
2: of tiptoe through the tulips
0: what's his best song oh man that's uh, <laughs> i mean i love where he rolls the London" too i was just i don't know i love it I. Uh, like, it's either that or uh lawyers guns and money
1: see i i like mr bad example uh is is one that i really like um i keep a busy schedule uh well uh i'm very well acquainted with the seven deadly sins i keep a bit busy schedule trying to fit them in
0: excitable boy
1: excitable boy is great oh that's a really well written song excitable boy they all said there's even uh one's carmelita is, Mm -hmm. is great it's sad but it's great and that's it i mean he he has these movies or these these songs that can be played Werewolves of London works for Halloween. So does Roland the Headless Thompson Gunner, mm. which name checks Patty Hearst. His songs have such a cultural awareness about them. And he he was, I mean, he literally is credited if you read the way Wikipedia summarizes it. he His career, you know, failed and came back, failed and came back. Yeah. And, and you know, he credits David Letterman with yep. that. But I mean, there's even the belief that He was pretty much doomed (laughs) early on. uh, Some people theorize that, for those that don't know Warren Zoban, he died of cancer, lung cancer. Yeah, And they think one of the contributing factors was that he actually worked at his father's carpet store, and he would play in the attic, which was filled with asbestos. Asbestos. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then by the way,
2: if you don't know Warren Zevon, he was actually, and, and James kind of mentioned it briefly. He was the person who, when Paul Schaefer wasn't available, Warren Zevon filled in for him on the David Letterman show. Yeah, that's yeah, what I, he's most, I, honestly, for people our age, that's probably what he's more commonly known for because a lot of people don't listen to his music. This
0: London, they'll know the song, they'll know
1: where, yeah, we're they'll were. know
2: Werewolves of London. You're right.
1: His last appearance on, and, and there's actually, I mean, and this is why I think it'd be a great movie. His last appearance on David Letterman. He, he gave him his guitar he left it I don't think it was on air he left and he it gave him the whole hour room.
0: Letterman gave him the whole hour yeah right?
1: yeah because he was dying and it, that was the thing like they thought they might be able to do some treatments but they knew that when it wouldn't last very long like they they would extend his life but they couldn't so he, he said no I'm gonna do one last album which was the wind
0: yep I and
1: uh, and then the other thing though that I find fascinating about him was they asked him in an interview, how do you approach this? How do you deal with it? And he was very frank. He was like, "It's coming. I really just hope I live long enough to see the next James Bond
0: movie. James Bond movie." Yeah, and he would get up and eat bacon and eggs for every meal. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, and I mean, and, and really, and uh, by no means, you know, God, I wish we had twenty more years of Warren Vaughn, But it was one. Of those and he looks like that... a
2: guy who you would walk up to, and he would literally smell like bacon and eggs.
0: Yeah. well i mean he also had he, mental illness are you going to get to that james yeah yeah
1: i mean he, he and he billy just,
0: bob both have the ocd yeah and that's but he's such a fascinating
1: and and there's some people that he was a member of a band for a while and that had some complications and there's just so many stories there but i find it fascinating that i mean when i tell people i do prefer Warren Zevon's version of raspberry bray over prince i might as well say like i don't get me wrong prince is a phenomenal musician purple rain all that's no it won't take anything away from prince that being said Orange vaughn wrote it uh, wrote, wrote raspberry brick not not take anything away from so anyway i i just think the back
0: and i like them of both that.
1: Yeah, but uh, they, they play differently, I should they say. They play differently. It's the
0: same song. They play differently. I
1: mean... They play differently. is his, his, And it's the same thing with Linda Ronstadt's Poor, Poor, Pitiful Me. One of them yeah.
0: was a lyrical genius. The other one was a mu- musical genius. I mean, Prince yeah. was
1: a musical genius. So He was mm-hmm. a performer. Yeah. I don't think Warren Zivon... Warren Zevon was a musician that wasn't always a quote-unquote performer. And, and Warren Zevon
2: just could did not have the musical talent or lyrical talent to come up with such a great song as P control.
1: I'm not gonna touch that. Anyway, <laughs> don't don't besmirch Brent, since
2: so
0: we got lawyers, guns, and money. I, I had a friend the shit in high school. Has hit the fan.
2: I had a friend in high school who would drive around and make me listen to P control on a on an on a loop. And I'm like, other than the fact that he is saying that part of a woman's anatomy, what is good about this song? And he would just play. He goes, man, it rocks. No, you're, you're playing it because he says the word, the P word. <laughs> Sorry. Prostate? No, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, women's prostate. Yeah. Prostate control. Prostate? It's
1: actually, it was used as an ad. Uh, Prince wrote that actually originally for an ad for a uh, GNC supplement control. <laughs> yeah, look it up. It's uh it's all true. I'm not making any of it up. I so
2: that. I got a question for you all since we're talking about musicians because I was th- I've been thinking about this because I've I've been listening to a lot of music lately more so than I normally do. And if if you don't know me personally, I don't actually listen to music. It's not something that that brings me calmness. I can't listen to music, uh, but I have been a lot lately. And I started thinking about how the Beatles are kind of held on this pedestal above all other musicians. It's true. Do you all, is there a musician who you think should be up there with them in terms of their greatness? Because I do have one. Who is it? In my personal opinion, it's not a, it's a person, it's a band mm-hmm. and it's, and honestly, I can't figure out why people don't. Oh, he's going to talk about the monkeys. No, no. I, re, it's, it, it, I think this might come out of left field for you two guys. For when I, um, It's, they have so many great songs. And I don't think that they're held in the same admiration as the Beatles. And that's Sly in the Family Stone.
0: Hmm. I think uh,
2: they I'll don't, I really don't think they get credit for how amazing their entire catalog of music is. I mean, people know every, I mean, yeah, people know everyday people, people know some of their other hits, but like the song, like the poet, people don't talk about that song. There, is, I, 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 off the t- I can't believe I'm blanking off the top of my head because this was just a random topic that came up. The, the Sly and the Family Stones have such an amazing list of songs, and I don't know why they're not held up in the same list as the Beatles. I just never have been able to figure that out. Do you all have Relax. an option? I'm going to look up their catalog real quick. Um,
0: I mean, I always think that the Rolling Stones take a backseat to the Beatles, but pretty much everybody remembers the Rolling Stones, so it's kind of hard to they still take everybody takes a back seat to the beatles though
2: yeah and i just and i don't get me wrong the beatles are amazing but there are other bands who i think deserve that same admiration and i don't feel like Sly and the family hey, stone yeah, I, gets that. I
0: can't follow you there with Sly and the family stone have you not what? i mean
2: have you i, I just i disagree because they have they have they have four disc worth of amazing music yeah turn me loose Milady, dance to the music Color me true i mean music lover love city i mean they have such a great eclectic list of songs and i just don't understand why they're not held in that same
1: regard i you know i i think uh there's there's two one i'm gonna say jokingly and the other one i'm gonna say seriously a musician wise that i don't think get enough credit uh jokingly I will say the trash men, (laughs) because they're the only people with the intestinal fortitude to do a song of an ornithological nature and link it to linguistics. Um, Otherwise, though, I'm and I mean this seriously. um, You know, somebody that I think does not get enough credit, and I would argue, has had a quote unquote Beatles type influence. is actually Weird Al, and and I'm saying that honestly. Because there is how many other acts have lasted 40 years, created original music, as well as parodies. I mean, he's known for the parodies, but he is, has sold, hit, you know, in the top 10 in four different decades. Still active.
2: CNR is still one of my favorite songs of all time.
1: And so, and, and so I'm, I'm being honest. I think that people think of it as comedy. But Weird Al, I mean, he's performed Peter and the Wolf, he's performed, he is a musician, he is honestly brilliant, and I mean that in that he's valedictorian level, you know, that's all true, it's all, and so I think that would be my my argument, is I think people, unless you're a diehard Weird Al fan, people dismiss what he's been able to do, but when the people that you parody have faded away, I mean, and you're still going and you're still adding new music and you're still critiquing society through songs and, and actually books and other stuff now too. I I mean, I think our But but I don't know if
0: I could put him in the Beatles level.
1: See, Hmm. I I, I would argue that there's as as far, let me, let me justify this a little bit because my argument would be who else could have like, Beatles existed before MTV, obviously. Weird Al was able to take over every time he does a new album. He used to be, the, when, when MTV played music, and actually later after that, VH1, they would let him take over for, you know, four hours. And they would play, he would do, he would basically VJ, play his song, play the original he based it on, do all that stuff, play some of his original, do, I mean, that was a level of power. Michael Jackson pulled that off. Michael Jackson and Weird Al were able to pull that stuff off. And the other thing about Weird
2: Al, too, yeah, and this is coming strictly from the parody musician element of of his career. There have been many, many, many parody musicians. They have one hit or a few, and they fizzle out. I mean, there have been a lot of parody musicians, and nobody talks about them. Yeah. Weird Al still going, and people still know the name Weird Al Yankovic. Well, I think and, as and even the people, musicians,
0: he is probably the best of all time. I don't disagree. I, it's just uh, lifting him up to the level of the Beatles.
2: I, I think. I think when you think of, uh, you're talking about. I'm talking about many different element of pedestals. I mean, he is up there in terms of rock and roll and do parody. You, he is. He should you, be held up there. Well, yeah. And by the way, Frank's two thousand inch TV. Uh, do you think
1: which is original it's not it's
2: not again yeah cnr Uh, and frank's two out it's two of my favorite songs and they're originals do
1: you think and this is gonna sound terrible uh but do you think had the beatles quote-unquote broke up after their boy band phase, after the screaming women at the airport phase, yeah yeah would they be held in in the record they are now i don't think so either i mean because you never would have made
0: it to the white album
1: that's what I was about to say. I mean, and I'm not dissing their early stuff. I, Sergeant I
0: Pepper it. or anything. Yeah, yeah, no, you wouldn't have got the transition to whatever that next level that didn't exist till they created it.
1: Yeah, that, and I was about to say, and I think that uh, maybe that's what I'm getting at, Joe. Maybe that's both of these entities, the Beatles, Weird Al, they created something that didn't necessarily exist before. Now, they're not the same.
0: Yeah.
1: They're yeah. not, but they did something that was not, I mean, like Chad said, you did a parody. It played on Dr. Demento. If you're lucky yeah. and, and you would do, you know, you could parody one or two things or do a couple of original songs. Um, you could you know, probably Guns and Moses did okay uh, with their parodies. You had some other ones and you had, you know, um, Sherman and, and things like that. The, the, the musicians mm-hmm. before Weird Al, but I, I don't think any of them nailed it the yeah. way that Weird Al has. And, and so maybe it's that creativity thing that I, I'm focused on is that. And- the Beatles, like I said, if the Beatles would have stopped with "Love, Love Me Do," uh, again, not knocking it. I don't know. That being said, if we wouldn't have got, like you said, to the White Album, to Sgt. Pepper's, would we look at them and go, "Those people are geniuses"?
2: No, no, well, but at the same time, we got to that, and no, we got to that point with them. So yeah, they should be held as geniuses. But that's why I'm saying Sly and the Family Stone should be. And by the way, I'm I'm going to kick myself in the ass because now that I've had chances to read, I can't believe I left out "I Want to Take You Higher." Um, summer of soul hot fun in the summertime uh, that's thank actually you my for favorite letting me, thank you for letting me be myself again i, I mean Slime the family think. stones have so many amazing songs that uh, i think are right there comparable to the beatles
1: by the way i uh, I, I, I wanted to jump back real quick warren zavon I, I know what i'd want to title the film if somebody asked me what that uh, autobiography needs to be titled yeah Actually, one of my favorite Warren Vaughn songs that nobody talks about, I Was in the House When the House Burned Down.
2: That's I awesome. love that
1: song. If you've not, if, be... if you not heard, I Was in the House When the House Burned Down, listen to that song.
2: And that's how he got cancer, because he was in the attic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't burn. Of yeah, he didn't
2: burn. He was in the
1: attic. <laughs> but anyway, that, that was the question I had, so... I, it, I, I, Like you all were saying, there's been such a resurgence. I was like, well, we should probably talk about that. I don't yeah, think and we're getting the Aretha, a,
2: Aretha, the Aretha Franklin one's coming. Which
1: I hope doesn't suck because I love Aretha Franklin. As do yeah.
2: I.
0: All right. Who wants to go next?
1: Uh, I'll bring mine
2: up real quick because it's kind of um, – uh, it's an easy talk about and then we can move on. Um, I've been watching a lot of Burt Reynolds lately. Don't ask me why. I've been in that mood. Don Delauez's
1: friend Burt Reynolds.
0: Yeah, no, so, he's not talking. He's talking about Ned Beatty's friend <laughs> Burt Reynolds.
2: And I think we all three are huge fans of Burt Reynolds as an
1: Alameda friend, Burt.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it's one of my biggest regrets was not meeting him. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't have much choice about it. He went and died like a bastard.
2: Now, I've I've been kind of curious about your takes on this because I don't know how you feel about it. What do you think of Burt Reynolds as a director?
0: Uh, let's see. He directed. Oh, what was that TV movie he did with his resurgence in the late nineties, early two thousands? I can't remember the name of it. It's a hard like time a, or something? A producer or something? I don't remember. He played a producer, I thought.
2: Nineteen ninety eight. It was hard time. That was. There was also the last producer, which that, he
0: was in that last producer is what I'm talking about. That's that's not that's pretty pretty forgettable. What did you, he direct Gator?
2: He directed Gator. Yeah. He directed The End. The End's fun. The End is fun, but there are serious problems with that movie in terms of its direction.
0: Well, I don't think, I don't know, I don't know that he's going to be remembered for, for his directing.
2: No. And I mean, there, there are, and by the way, if if you all have not seen The End, which is directed, but I don't, was it written by Burt as well? I don't know. Uh, I don't no, know. it was written by Jerry Belson. Um, if you haven't seen The End, if for any reason to watch it, get halfway through, and see the introduction of Dom Deluise. Yeah, Dom Deluise does pure comedy by himself with very little interjection from Bert for a solid ten minutes, guys. It is a one shot on Dom, and he is killing it. I just love that scene. It's one, of, it's one of my favorite Don DeLuisa scenes. Um, but, no, I've been watching, and I've just looked at his directorial efforts, and he has a few. Sharky's Machine. Sharky's Machine might be the only one Stick. that I will
0: say he did decent direction. But I have to go back and watch Sharky's Machine. Gator, the end. Gator's okay. And what's wrong with Gator? Oh, Gator's terrible in terms of its direction.
2: I it used to go back terrible. and I' haven't,
0: I haven't seen it in 20 years, Chad. I don't there's, remember there's there's anything some weird about it. He
2: does some weird direction. There's like one scene where he puts I don't know what else to call it. He put he does the Barbara Walters. He puts vaseline all over the screen and is just centered on like his legs and it's stuck there. For a good solid amount of time, and there's no reason for it. There's no, there's not even an artsy
0: reason for that shot. Well, the he's thing just, is, in defense of Burt Reynolds, he's not a great actor either. No, he's, he's not. a movie star. He is. He is a movie yeah. star. He's a personality. Angry. No, no, You're no, no, angry.
2: no. No, I'm yes, not yes, angry.
0: James, he's getting angry. Look at him. He's no, bulging. But he's a movie star. He is a not a great actor either. Now he's and been he's, good in a lot of stuff.
2: You know, for example, what would you say his best role? Well, no, I don't know his best role with Boogie Nights, but I don't think it
0: is Boogie Nights. It's not, you know, it's him not doing much in Boogie Nights. I didn't
1: know. I didn't know. He never finished watching the movie. I didn't know he was close to winning, like, you know, I guess he was nominated, but they thought he would actually win, but he came out before it ever came out and said, what a horrible movie Boogie Nights was. He won you know, the
0: Golden Globe, but he didn't win the Oscar that year. Yeah,
1: allegedly, it soured the Oscar committee on him because he was attacking the movie they were yeah, going to nominate.
0: He, he, I mean, he attacks it in his book. I read his autobiography. He, he, you know, he has nice things to say, but he's never actually watched the whole, well, now he won't, but he's never watched the whole movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. By I, the way, I the thing that I want to say. Do you know when you cast Burt Reynolds, like what your role needs to require? What it needs to require Burt Reynolds. You know when I had the most fun watching Burt Reynolds. Not I, I'm I'm excluding smoking the band at all within. Mm-hmm. Let's say since 2010.
2: I can tell you when I had the most fun watching Burt Reynolds, but you answer your question.
1: Since 2010, the most fun I had watching Burt Reynolds was Archer, where he played. Oh, oh that was pretty good. Burt Reynolds. Yeah. And 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 Archer is obsessed with Burt Reynolds, Smokey and the Band, and all that stuff. And he finds out that his mother is dating Burt Reynolds. Uh,
2: the most fun I had watching Burt Reynolds is Switching Channels. I'm sorry, that's him. He was at his peak in terms of what little comedic timing he had in Switching Channels. I just love him in that movie. It's one of my, it's one of my most endearing movies of Burt Reynolds. At switching Channels. Um, yeah. Uh, I would say, you know, I'm going to go, go ahead. Sorry. No,
1: no, uh, go. Well here, I'll say what I was going to say. Another thing Burt Reynolds doesn't get much credit for. And it's again, it goes back to him being a movie star, but he's not an actor. He's a movie star is that people wanted just his voice and people forget that he did voice work on Christmas specials. Quite a few of them. Yeah. Uh, a Frosty and the snowman movie. He's a narrator for a magic Christmas. He's the voice of, he did all sorts of voiceovers, and what a lot of people don't remember, unless you're a gamer, is he is the voice of a character in Grand Theft Auto by City, and so you can drive around, steal cars, and listen to Burt Reynolds tell you, you know, what to do with your life, uh, which is how I want to go, really, uh, and also Saints Row, the third, uh, so, I mean, he did, and it was, he was picked for those video games. It's not like he was auditioning. It was, do you think Burt Reynolds will do this? <laughs>
0: because they were burt reynolds do you think his best
1: cast burt reynolds
0: do you think his best performance is deliverance it's the it's his toss-up actually it's um it's deliverance as far as probably not being him and Uh the last movie star which is a very flawed movie but it's one of his best performances and it came out in 2017 and it's a shame the movie does not live up to his performance in it but huh. the last movie star and and deliverance as far as I was going actual to say, acting and i haven't
2: seen it but I, I i've heard things about his role in nickelodeon with with peter bogdanovich nickelodeon is a
0: boring movie
2: it. okay and i've never seen his performance in it it's a boring but, movie uh, okay I've heard that talked about.
0: So and yeah and I, Bogdanovich mm, is bitched about it. Yeah.
1: Can, can I at least mention because it's the screenplays by Blake Edwards and I, I feel the need to mention cop for hire? No. City Heat. You mean
2: Renacop?
1: Reynolds? Cop. Sorry, Joe. I should be smacked.
0: <sighs> Liza Minnelli. As a I prostitute. Loved, I loved that as a kid. I, I did that's too. Awful now. It's
2: on it's on Amazon Prime, Joe.
0: I'm good. Uh,
1: no city heat was supposed to be a huge movie when it came out it was burt reynolds clint eastwood jane alexander madeline Kahn, rip torn that's great cast it by the way made 38.3 million off a 25 million dollar budget which back in those studio math days it did it broke it It,
0: yeah well they don't that's something i want to get to too is that they don't care about they care about the stock price yeah yeah
1: so uh but i i just i wanted to mention that because that's that, that that's an entire clint eastwood chapter is that uh, any
2: good by the way because i've never seen city Heat. i, I don't think i've ever seen, seen
1: it either i have seen it but it has been because if it's a clint eastwood movie i watched it with my father through uh anything before grand trino i watched it with my father at some point Didn't and i can't matter.
2: believe i haven't seen it because it has art lafleur in it Anything about I'm going to watch.
1: I it, I watched it, I think, probably because on TBS back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I can remember my dad going, well, it's not terrible. By the way, <laughs> I, let me. this is, tells you a little bit something about my father uh, and his view. He loved Clint Eastwood. He loved John Wayne. But my father's least favorite of both of those was The Searchers for John Wayne <laughs> and Unforgiven for Clint Eastwood. Why? Well, they're just sad it's because they're flawed right they're terrible they're not great people in those movies and, and and my father was of the mentality that you know he wanted his cowboys white hat you know yeah heroes
0: anyway <clears throat> so if if we're ready to are we ready to move on was that your, was that just your yeah, question, that was mine Jay? yeah i'm
2: good nobody really answered it like, I, that,
0: what do you mean? It didn't I, No, no, I him? guess we did answer it.
2: He's not, he's just a movie star. He's not a really known as a director.
0: I don't think, yeah, it's a, I don't, I mean, don't, I don't think he's a bad actor. I think he's a great personality. I, yeah. He's a fantastic, I mean, he probably guest hosted for Carson more than people remember. I think he's one of the top five guests. I honestly
2: forgot
1: that he did that. Can he did the Tonight
0: Show all the time. He was, yeah, he's a superstar.
1: Can, can I ask a question? And, and I mean this, but and no I, I don't, oh,
0: I yeah, don't go know. Ahead.
1: I don't know if you all know the answer to this. Why did he want to direct? I think everyone does. Everybody wants to. I he, would he, rather paper cut my gums than you tell me I have to direct something. Burt I Reynolds agree.
2: wouldn't want to do everything. I mean, my God, the man produced a game show where the set was his freaking living room. They recreated his living room on set. And it was Pictionary.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's when true. When
2: Yeah, he did everything. I think Burt Reynolds... In his heyday, he wanted to do everything. I mean, he Which was just is fair.
1: And I guess that's something different than because I literally, like, again, it, my, my dream would be to write a screenplay or write, a, actually, it'd be to write a novel and then somebody else has to write. To the I mean, screenplay. My thing,
2: And my thing about Burt Reynolds is not only was he just a movie star, he was a worker. He liked, he liked, I honestly believe Burt Reynolds liked the work.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, I've heard other people say that. About not just about Burt Reynolds, but that they don't know what to do if they're not working. And, and matter of fact, I think um, I read an interview several years ago with Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, it's probably about the time Virus came out, and she made the comment that she was, you know, she wasn't taking as many parts as she used to take. She wasn't interested in And her line was, "Once I've realized that I like myself, I don't want to be other people as much. It has to be a better script."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, now did. Was her saying that after virus came out linked? I don't know, but anyway,
0: here's Sorry, my I question. D- I've been watching a lot of Netflix. Calm down, right? You've calmed Amazon down. Amazon films, <laughs> Hulu stuff, and I have to do those reviews for. And it, I don't. It's not just horror films. I have to do a weekly review for Scarefest, mm-hmm. and you're always constantly. And I just finished that three part thing of Fear Street, and. I I like the availability and the access like everyone else does to streaming. I like that there's new programming there. But a lot of the movies are just not good. No. Even though they're spending just as much if not more money on them and here's what I'm going to tell you all that I think it feels wrong. I don't know their process. But there used to be something called a development executive, development exec, right? Then you, you went through that and you're like, well, does this work? And rewrites and rewrites and rewrites. And I don't know how Netflix works. They may have a team of those, but I want a job. They used to be the most hated person in, in, in Hollywood, right? Ah, oh, the, the executive in charge of a the development. Blah, 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 blah. They need them. Yeah. Because I, I'll use this just because it's fresh on my mind, but I, there are dozens There are dozens because I've watched so many. The Fear Street, they shot three movies. All of them are an hour and 45 to 55 minutes, all three of them. There's no reason for them to be that long. And it's convoluted. I get that if you're a fan of the book, but it just somewhere along the way should have said, let's streamline this. It doesn't necessarily have to make sense, but let's at least kind of streamline. Let's try to tighten this script. Where well, is the script development happening in this process? Because I see it with a ton of those movies. Do you- so if I'm if I'm not
2: mistaken, and James, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, go ahead, go ahead. But from what I've heard with Netflix, you can pitch them the idea, and they'll say, "Go for it," and then they pretty much stay out of the the control they then don't have the, in
1: the name of satan's jockstrap? are we not pitching stuff to netflix right this second well because I we don't, don't have know.
0: access we don't have yeah we don't have we, access. Don't, we don't have uh representation but i'd love they to. pretty they
2: pretty much don't do content control as in or in order for you know the produce it's just them making the movie and whatever they get they get and then they give it to netflix and netflix is going to make some money off of it and if they don't get the ratios that they're looking for they just stop making them. And if they do get
0: the ratios. so, but back to what I, I, again, and I get what you're saying. I, I just. I agree with I you. There to needs to be something. I'm
2: there needs to be someone there to go. Okay. This is an idea. Let's tweak it a little
0: bit. Let's take the shows out. So they've done some really good shows. I can't argue with that. There's been, some, I love the uh, Queens gambit. I, I, that's a really well done show. I like stranger things uh, what's another good Netflix show there's been several there's been a couple movies on that I, I will there's defend been his, two I will defend
1: his house as being his house is okay
2: I haven't seen his house I but, can't think of is. I can't think of a good Netflix movie that I've seen Mank Mank Yeah, sorry Mank's Netflix and right. the
0: Irishman no I like can't, The Irishman I can't give you the Irishman I hated I, it. I, I enjoyed it all 14 okay. hours of it good for you <laughs> no i, was I did saying, no, I, I think I'll, it's good i, I really, I really I do in fact it was it's to me and i actually like that it's four hours long it took two or three nights to do but it was it okay too. it, it was okay boring. because i just enjoyed hanging out with all those characters so i really enjoyed it now could they have cut 30 minutes out of that probably but it's written yeah. on scorsese and, i don't
2: want to say it's scorsese's worst film it's not i i found parts of it enjoyable but i just there was parts in it that i was making an out irishman it.
0: and i'm okay. trying yeah. my best to find another amazon i i I, what have they done that 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 it's a series it's the boys i will defend the boys but i agree it's hard to defend movies
1: i want to get
2: in 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 terms of tv i want to recommend and if you haven't seen it check it out uh frank of ireland
1: but 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 i think I, i and i said i'll defend his house because i think that's the first horror movie we've seen in some times that had something new to say We've had a lot of horror movies made that had something to say, but it's not something we hadn't seen. My problem
2: with Netflix is that they just, they really do. They don't have a content person. They just throw shit at the wall and
1: see what sticks. But but do you think part of that is, and, and this is getting to answering that question. Do you think part of that is, is that now we've went from the old studio system. If we look at the gestalt of the history, right? Where if you're not with this studio or this studio or this studio, and then we went to the drive-in where oh I can film this and if I can get this drive local drive-in to show it and now we veered so far because there is so much and you would think it would work in our favor and by that I mean content there's so like much that.
0: content yeah
1: well there's so much to feel because now you've got I mean you, you've got let's use oh. Stephen
0: King I'll use oh Stephen by the way King. which
2: movie did which 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 streaming service did Dolomite premiere on.
0: Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. That's a good one. That's a good one.
1: Um, but but it is it's that you know when let's go back and when it was Netflix was your option for streaming, right? I mean that was there were other ones, but really Netflix. Now you've got uh, you've got uh, Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. you got, uh, which you've is got, spending a
0: billion dollars on a new Lord of the Rings series, a billion, yeah, billion, with which the we're going to
2: yeah. get in twenty twenty two, and they just
0: and then hold on, like to go along with that. Was it who? No, no. It was the Peacock, which is a whole other NBC Universal streaming yep. service is going to spend three quarters of a billion, 700 million, somewhere around there, for three Exorcist films. Yeah. Oof. Netflix spent almost a half a billion to do two Knives Out movies. Yeah. Yeah. 450 but, million gentlemen, something like that in the ballpark. Yeah. Something like that. Which
1: yeah. uh, And all of that, and I'm all for it. by the way, I'll, yeah, I'll watch that being said that's what makes gives me pause is that at what point is it is the competition not for us as viewers but it's we got to get this before they get it and so i'm not going to worry about your script quality i need you to sign this dotted line so your movie will premiere your project will premiere on netflix instead of hbo max or and so this this original content that's not already owned by the studios. Like, you know, we, have, we already own X, so we can make... Well, it,
0: IP, which is what I yeah. was talking about earlier, yeah. there, this is what it's going to come back to, because it's all about two things. It's all about intellectual property. Disney owns two-thirds of the IP. Yeah. Famous yeah. IP. Right at a half to two-thirds, I would imagine, if you actually... Is, uh, this, it, Harry yeah. Pod-
2: is this Harry Potter's fault, or is this Marvel's fault, or is this...
0: No, I, I don't know that it's anybody's fault, and, and there's no one, There's no, this is just the world, the world is gone, because James is right, we went through what we had, the dream factories from the yeah. 20s and the 30s, and that crumbled in the 60s and gave us the 70s, which gave us a lot of independent cinema, and we're able to, you were able to shoot a movie for a few hundred thousand dollars, and he's absolutely right which is a lot of money then, but you could go do the circuit, drive-in circuit, grind hell circuit, and actually make a profit. You can't do that anymore. The only place for these people to go, because the theatrical experience is, for the most part, dead, unless you're making three or four kinds of movies, and they're yeah. trying to kill it every way they can right now, with them being able to, Black Widow now is being sued. <laughs> I mean, she's yeah. suing them. Yeah. Because she's saying she's not going to get the back end on her $20 million or whatever hell on top of that yeah which uh, and, and uh, again I I'm, a, I'm, I'm not marvel fan she's Charlotte. right she's right I'm not, I'm not begrudging her i don't know what their contract looks like good for her whatever that is that's me and and, and a lot of it's cool because i told you i have easy access i enjoy the easy access it's uh, it, with children it's hard to get out it's easy to do but by the there way, is so a ton of content
2: for a handful of
0: movies and a handful of them that are watchable so uh
2: you know and just to list a couple
0: more that i really i enjoyed, guess it's always uh, been that way
2: and i don't want to say really enjoyed i enjoyed i really enjoyed i did enjoy extraction with liam hemsworth yeah um,
0: that one that, that's the action shoot em up one I, I, don't, yeah. I can't even tell you the plot um i
2: by the way i i, I, I don't think bright deserves a sequel.
0: No, that's um, it, that's a really good idea. That I don't once again think I need it to rewrite.
2: Yeah, it and I'll, I'll be. I don't know how you all felt about this because we have not talked about it. I strongly dis- liked America the Most in
1: Picture. I, didn't see I haven't seen it yet.
2: Okay, well, sorry, um, you I, all watching. Let me
1: know. You will probably sent,
0: like
1: it. I sent a trailer of it uh, to. Um,
0: it on Netflix. Uh yes. Yeah. yeah. It's I insane. did not laugh once so uh um, ain't seen it
1: do you think part of the problem joe and this is just popping into my head is that you're aware of it now like before if something came direct to dvd you had to see it right it had to be on the shelf you had to see it and now Maybe. it's now you're looking for something to watch and you have to go buy all of these
0: things yeah and and, the cr- and once again the cream always rises to the top yeah well and i was thinking but there's just a lot of stuff that i don't know should have ever been shot
1: well and i think that's one of the things that got to me like uh and i'm gonna use his house just because i I did it really had an impact on me but um it was not advertised like it was not you know the the top movie of the week that they always put up like uh, a couple weeks ago it was and by the way, no offense meant Liam Neeson, but it was his ice road trucker
0: movie. <laughs> I I have a friend at work who went off on a 10-minute tangent about I haven't seen it. I haven't watched it. I like the Liam Neeson shoot 'em ups for the most part. I mean they're they're forgettable. Yeah. Uh yeah. but uh he he was telling me just how bad it was. I haven't seen it. I haven't, I, and honestly, but
1: I mean, it was, it was, oh, you, you log on to Netflix, you're going to spend 10 minutes watching this trailer because it's going to autoplay. Mm-hmm. Ice Road, by the way, that's the name of Ice it. Ice Road, yes. Yeah, um, and so, I, but I was sitting there, they didn't do that with his house. And I was like, it's because it doesn't star anybody. It doesn't, you know, they need they need you to see that Liam Neeson movie before you hear that review, right? Yeah. They need, and and I, I, I think that's part of it. I think and
2: I, oh, and I enjoyed Space Sweepers too. That's a great, that, that was a very enjoyable Netflix movie. Sorry. It,
1: it makes me really nostalgic. And it's very odd to me that I, Netflix did the last Blockbuster documentary, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, it makes me, which was 10 it, minutes too long. Well, it makes me increasingly nostalgic though for video stores. Because, and we've talked about this before. At least you, you could, could go to one
0: place and look. Well,
1: and you could go listen. This is what I like, and they would be like, "Well, let's try that." And And I'll be honest
2: with you. Go ahead, James. Sorry.
1: And that's that's how I discovered, you know, a lot of independent films. Uh, And I mean, one that was independent and then became bigger, even though there's an entire documentary about how crazy the director was. Boondock Saints. I literally went into it. They were like, what are you, you know, what are you looking for? As a guy walked around restocking and he just said, what are you looking for? And I'm like, I want a stupid action movie that I'm not going to think about. And where are that, that. And he goes, you want a couple of laughs? And I said, that'd be great. And he said, Boondock Saints. We just got it in. He goes, I recommend it. It's a lot of fun. And so that's how I was exposed to that. Not. And now of course it's a cult film. Yeah. But when it was a blockbuster exclusive, when it first came out and they had three copies which at the time for a exclusive was not many copies,
2: right?
1: But I watched it, it was, and I literally recommended it to other people. I think we've lost that because, like you said, I mean, there's movies that you all have mentioned that I haven't had time to watch because it's no longer an event. It's no longer I'm going to go to the movies. I'm going to see this. Like, and we've talked about this. I want to see Ghostbusters after in the movie theater. Yeah, that's <laughs> an event. It needs to be an event. And, and I think that's probably why I, I loved his house. I don't think it needed to be in a theater. And I think a lot of these movies that we're seeing w- don't need to be in a theater. I'm not saying they shouldn't exist. It is not, I'm not a gatekeeper. I should never yeah. be a gatekeeper. But let me give an example of one that was going to be in theaters and my kids wanted to see and then premiered on Amazon, which worked out well. And that's, uh, was it My Spy, Dave Bautista? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fun family movie. It's got three explosions in it. Cool. I it's should have ad- seen it. Yeah. I mean, my kids liked it. I laughed with them. It was great. We watched it as a family. Would I have felt okay paying $7 a ticket for a family of four? That's 28, Sorry. <clears throat> 28 bucks to go see it? <laughs> no, probably it, it probably would have bothered me. But watching it on the... So is that what we're seeing?
0: I think because so. Because I yeah. don't
1: have the expectation anymore... Like, if it's on something I'm already paying for, which, by the way, and we've talked about this as well, all the things we subscribe to, we're getting awful
0: close to it being cable again. <laughs> well, yeah. it absolutely is cable. And by the time I, swore, on I sw- the internet on the it's more than cable.
2: I swore when this all hit, I was like, I'm going to have two streaming services. I have five. Now, granted, three of those are on a trial basis. When the trial is over, they're gone. And I'm probably going to get rid of another one. So I, my, my statement will hold true. But right now I have five streaming services, and I never once thought I would have that many.
1: See, my, and, and that's F- the challenge four. I have is I, I got HBO Max. I'm probably going to eventually drop it, but Danny really wanted to see In the Heights, and uh, it was it was uh, near our anniversary, and I said, "Well, I, I said," and that's I my should, favorite
2: one. HBO Max is my favorite one. I can always find something I can? on there,
1: and like I used it to show uh, Silas had never seen the shadow. And I want to get the special edition DVD, but that's a side note, of special edition Blu-ray. But anyway, so I showed him the shadow. Yeah, it's great. But that's the entire thing. Like, we spend so much time saying, which one, what do we want to watch? Yeah. And I was like, Netflix, Disney Plus, uh, CBS All Access, I don't have right now. We renew when a certain show comes back.
0: You I mean would Paramount? A
1: couple e- yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, sir. I just Paramount. Yes. Uh, um, So Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, yeah, Uh, Peacock, which lovingly is free unless you pay the premium and get a couple extra things, but I'm doing free right now on it, but you're right. There's uh, just too much. Now, Peacock is great, by the way, near Halloween, because they put on all the classic universal horror films. If you don't know that, check it out. If they do what they did last year, because oh, I watched them cool. all. I'll, I'll I think need,
0: I have most of them on Blu-ray. And I will
2: need to get I will need to get that if that's the case. I mean, for free. If it's free, I'm not paying for it.
1: Yeah, no, it's. But, I mean, they did all the, like, if you wanted certain things, and if you ha- had to have it without commercial interruptions, but, like, we did The Invisible Man with, quote-unquote, commercial interruptions. That movie's what an hour and twenty minutes, thirty minutes, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think they did two commercial breaks in it that were sixty seconds each. It was literally perfect. I was like, no, nah, they give me time to go grab a drink."
0: Not as bad as Blue yeah. um,
1: no. To
2: go back to, you, I want to, I want to go back real quick. It's kind of, I don't, I think it's tying in. It's going back to your video store thing and and what Netflix does. They have your recommendations. That being said, I have a hard time with the recommendations they, they provide. It's always the most popular stuff, regardless of your of what you're watching. Yeah. And again, just like Joe said, the majority of that shit is not something I want to watch.
0: Well, the algorithm doesn't work.
2: The algorithm does not work. It does and not even work I, as
0: well as the fat guy behind the counter at Blockbuster.
2: And that's, yeah. And that's what I was getting at. So there's two things about the video stores that I miss. This one, I hate it. At the time when I would go into the video store, let's say I didn't get there as early as I wanted to or something happened, I would go in there and copies of the movie that I wanted to see were gone. Yeah. Prime example, bad movie, but prime example, I missed Dracula Dead and Loving It in the theater. I waited for it to come out on, on, on VHS tape. I went to the video store that the weekend. They had one copy. It was gone. That just made me want to watch that movie more. You don't have that now. You can watch anything simply by clicking here. That option's gone. And then so, and what Joe just said, the other option is, I, and you mentioned it too, James, we don't have that person who is a movie geek like us to talk to and go, I, I need something to watch. This is what I'm looking for. Here, find this. I saw some of the best movies that I had never heard of doing that method we don't yeah, have I, that now if, you know one of the prime examples of hidden gems of of movies that you wouldn't even think to watch and that for the most part are turds but you find some enjoyment out of them amazon prime i, I will i will always plug amazon prime for that back aisle vhs tape that you were looking for that being said amazon prime does not make it easy to find You don't have that. You have to dig. You have to go through several different movies to look at that movie, other movies like it, to find that. And that's how I found some weird movies um, that I found somewhat enjoyable. Joe, don't roll your eyes. Even though uh, Uncle Peckerhead. I loved Uncle Peckerhead. Uncle Pecker, or whatever it was. What was it called, Joe? I forgot.
0: But you're the fan. I just liked it. I can't remember the name of it. I never made it. it through it.
2: It's not a good movie but it was one of those ones I stumbled across of going, what is this? Oh my God, I'm finding some entertainment out of this because there was nothing on. I agree with Joe. It's not good. But again, it's just, you don't have that person telling you, oh, you want to see something shit? Go watch uncle Pecker. You have to dig for it.
1: Yeah. And I was going to say, and I think that's, that's why the algorithm can't work. Right. And it's, I mean, you can't my, even dig in Netflix. Well, I don't even think they use
0: car. it. I think Chad's right; they don't even use it. I think it just yeah. really wants you to watch what you want What other people? Guys, prime want. example.
2: I don't know if you have you all ever created individual profiles in Netflix, or you don't, Did you? Does
1: the whole family we, just use one profile? No. Well, Dana and I usually just, just one use profile. one one profile, but like the kids have their own. But so, that's part of the, yeah. I, I, so, it, it's Go ahead. It, it, it doesn't do anything. Like no. So it, for me, my
2: my whole family uses one and most of it's the kids stuff. Like they watched (laughs) yesterday and a bunch of, they watched kids stuff on it. And I occasionally was watching something for myself on that one, but I was getting recommendations that were all the kids related. So I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm going to create a whole one just for me. And I put the horror movies and the action films and you know, the shows that I watch guys, the recommendations are the exact same on both accounts the algorithm does not work i'm sorry this is this is three old codgers complaining about technology but it's true i get the same well, recommendation
0: well i love the access so in defense i love the access it's easier for me it's easier for my wife to watch something with the kids it's easier to find things i mean there's uh, i so uh, I've got to figure out a way to either pay for HBO Max, which I can pay for, but I, I've not done it yet. Or I've got to go find a babysitter to see Suicide Squad. Now, I prefer to go see it in the theater.
2: Uh, that's the one. I've I've been okay watching some of these at home. Suicide Squad's the one I wish I was in the theater seeing. It. Godzilla right
0: now, is probably one you would probably have read. I, I haven't seen it on the small screen, but I, it, it's I, so stupid. But it's enjoyable when it's 50 foot high.
2: Yeah, now that being said, August 5th at 5 p.m. Well, once the kids go to bed, I'm watching Suicide Squad here because I can't get to a theater. Yeah. I'm grateful for that, but I really wanted to see it in the theater. Um, do you, it's the first comic book movie I've been actually eager to see in years.
1: Do you... Joe, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to push back on your access thing a little bit. Not so much, I guess, for movies, but sort of for movies. I don't know if the access is where I want it to be in that. There's still so much that and, and it goes back to the video story. Wild Did and woolly push, yeah, push, yes. push back.
0: Oh my God. Are we in a meeting? Yes. Yes. Are we L- going to talk speak, about? Synergy? Let me,
1: let me speak to that. Jeff. Oh, no, uh, <laughs> no, I, but honestly, I'm going to cohesiveness,
2: think, gentlemen, cohesiveness. Oh,
1: God. Synchronize your expectation. No, anyway, um, uh, honestly i think the problem is they we'll need to I, meet
2: we'll need to talk we'll, we'll need to table that let's meet back in a month <laughs> to discuss this
1: i think about wild and video which used to keep going in louisville
2: yeah
1: uh, which, which used to be in louisville and they had weird videos right yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: there's nowhere unless netflix wants it unless amazon wants it like there's no
2: amazon prime's the only one that has that in my but
1: opinion. even even then they don't have like
0: they don't, don't have everything that,
1: the, no, the death don't. of the video store means that I can't now. I'm a, I, I It might be that I had to drive half a mile or half an hour to get it, but I could find like I was saying about this the other day. I was like, oh, I'd like to see Laurie von the Kingdom again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Good luck, buy it. Because yeah, you're gonna have to buy. It. And by the way, good luck finding it.
0: Yeah, because, there's something you know, I, the, I looked for the other day, and then it, I, I ended up on eBay and realized the, that the old pay VHS for it. copy. That somebody may have
1: digitized to a DVD and will sell you uh, under the table uh, is about your only option, unless it gets re-released. And and, and I was thinking about that. There are like, a couple TV, the TV show that comes to mind, and it's why I literally HBO Max, I get mad when I think about paying for it. HBO because they Warner Brothers, they own it. Warner Brothers made all sorts of sorts of short-lived television shows. Brimstone is owned by Warner Brothers. I love Brimstone if they would add that, if they literally once a month rotated, here's a short-lived TV show made by Warner Brothers Television, subscribe to HBO Max, and you can watch it for this month. Oh, one yeah. month do Brimstone, one month do The Nine, about The Nine earlier. I was like, ah, oh, I, I, I remember watching it and going, oh, that's interesting. I'd like to see it again. I can't do that. Whereas back when there were video stores, you might have had to drive to one that actually had it, but it existed somewhere. You could You could find it.
2: My, ta- and, and- my my love of due south can't watch it anywhere
0: well but, and, and, uh, even and this is a very esoteric like- problem and of course most of the people who are listening to us probably have the same problem because they're esoteric people but yeah. this is most people aren't looking for Lars von Trier's The Kingdom another yeah. one would be the early, late 90s early 90s Dark Shadows James I was trying to yeah think yeah off the top of my head the yeah. one with Ben Cross probably there's only a half a dozen of us that would like to reset through that yeah, here's another one. V from eighty. Yeah. I you can the Blu-ray is outrageous. The DVD is kind of expensive. You can buy the series, but the actual two movies you have to go on eBay. Hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that's what I mean. So I I think that's kind of what I think about is, and we veered off of your thing about the movies aren't good, but I think. That some
0: of them are. I, I, I know. I know, I know. But I'm no, the, a, problem is, my point being the problem is. The
2: problem is, Joe. Some of them are, but they are greatly outweighed by the ones that aren't.
0: <laughs> I just every time I watch one, I end up sitting there going, "Man, I watch how-
2: Spencer Confidential," and I still don't understand why that.
0: Yeah. I are we
2: getting my, a sequel that to that?
0: Huh? <laughs> I <laughs> don't even know what that is. Is that? The it's Mark, Mark
2: Wahlberg's, Wahlberg's movie adapt TV. It's Spencer for Hire.
0: Oh, there you go.
1: My argument i guess is that we have tons of and choice way, without choice
2: the, the the man who plays the, the the dad in us is no avery brooks that's all i'm saying james but no
1: ahead. no no nobody is avery brooks except avery brooks but no that's honestly it i i think that's where i get angry sometimes if i stop to think about it. Is i get told oh look you have all these choices as long as you subscribe and and even things that i like to watch I like a lot of British comedies. I do not watch the IT crowd is thankfully still on Netflix. I don't know if black books still is or not, but like waiting for God, good luck finding. it. Yeah. And, and again, all these things. So I, I get aggravated when everybody's like, well, you, you have more choice than you ever had before. I'm like, no, no,
2: you have no. subdivisions of choices that you have to play extra money for to see those.
0: And but even though you did, you probably did. Do- you really do still have more choice than you ever did before i mean especially because you're you're not limited geographically to like having to drive to louisville and the other thing is too
2: you're not having to record things they're on there yeah Uh, you know you don't have to there there there's cartoons i got to watch bobby's world on amazon prime granted it didn't hold up but i got to watch it (laughs)
0: But the counter argument to that is also is that back to and once they decide to take it off that you lose it, which goes back to see our previous episode of loose. buy the IP, the intellectual property. Yeah. It's right over there on the shelf. That's as my why friend James my would co- say.
1: I buy all my cartoons.
0: <laughs> well, and that's it, that's it. But I think that's it.
1: I think that's what gets to me is that I, I, I feel like I have the choice as long as the choice is within the decision of these corporations. Yes, right? that's, that's, that's absolutely correct. As long as as long as HBO Max wants me to have the Warner Brothers item that they will put out, then I'm allowed to have it as long as they stream it during that month. Yep. But if I want something else, and that it happens to be as Joe says, their IP, their intellectual property, good luck, you ain't getting it. And your best option is sadly a bootleg, yes. which is even getting harder to find because people, uh, I, 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 the amount of people who tell me I don't even own a Blu-ray player
0: like i said why why wouldn't you i don't need because it they're not Did, I, you know actually i think disney plus has done a pretty good job with this especially as a star wars fan you know i had i had I memories of droids and, and ewoks and god they're awful but at least i can now look at them and say god they're awful i actually and the muppet show that. they finally got the muppet show the muppet on. Muppet Show.
1: There. i will agree with that i will actually also greet marvel i mean they have spider-man and his amazing friends yeah i I,
2: thank god they have silver silver surfer which is terrible yeah they have 80s spider-man
0: cartoon my kid has watched it like three times and honestly it's one of my i know it's 80s but actually kind of like it yeah they only did the one season
1: yeah no i remember watching all that stuff. i mean because it was a big deal when those cartoons came out because back in the day kids we didn't have a new marvel movie every (laughs) year or every six months or every three months um all right so, we
0: probably need to start wrapping it up gentlemen
1: yeah we're no, starting no, to I, ramble it's but over no, an hour I, I that's all i was gonna say is i i i feel like we're the the corporations and not that I'm anti-corporation i i'm not uh timing this or anything please don't put me on your list mr uh, mccarthy uh anyway but um i i just feel like there's the the, the choice is not what the choice could be and I know there's only so much bandwidth. I know I'm not going to get Brimstone. I know I'm not going to get... Joe, but James, do don't ever
2: say that. We will eventually get Brimstone. We have to.
1: They literally did an interview. Somebody asked them about it at one other thing. That's been a couple of years ago. And they literally said, we are aware that until... There used to be a website um, called tv to dvd they, The website has now quit. Until that website closed, Brimstone was in the top 10 from its premiere or from its cancellation till it shut down, it remained in the top 10 of shows people wanted on DVD. Never, and they even said, and I said this a few years ago, that the Warner Brothers said, we have no plans to release that on DVD. And I'm like, I, why are you turning down my money? I, I get it. You don't want to press a thousand of them. Put it as part of that Warner Brothers archives, like you did the history of mankind that I lovingly paid 20 bucks for because it's the Marx Brothers and and dennis hopper um that's fine do it print on demand i'll still pay for it which is what bootlegging basically is but they won't do it
0: so anyway all right guys well this has been bonehead weekly thank you so much for listening to middle-aged men bitch why they have to buy streaming services
1: they're already here they don't really give you choice